Dang, already the 11th of April. What is this? Episode 6? Yes. <laughs> oh, synchronized. Fuck, giving y'all some NFL news for your weekly sports forecast. Oh, snap. Looks like we got a lot of coming today. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of Carolina fans in a and little bit of ball for me. We got a little bit of NFL news. And then we're also going to be covering the UFC fight night. Did you check it out? Or did you work? What were you doing? It was early. Early fights this Saturday. Uh, they started at uh, 11. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, main card started at 2 and ended up around... Like four or five ish. Hmm. No, I missed that one, dude. Damn. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we got quite a bit today. So let's see. I like it when people throw those metaphoricals at me. Like, hey, like what's up? You like football? Yeah. What would you? I'm a Cowboys fan. What would you think if we got Richard Sherman? Oh, yeah. I saw that he's one of the potential places where he can land, or a good place for him to land. What do you think year. about that? What do you so, think about that? Because the only person that I really know talking about Richard was, uh, we're going <laughs> to switch him from a corner to safety? <laughs> for my no, yeah, that was just a theoretical, but we got my boy Cream Jackson. I'm not worried. We don't, we don't need him. There's no more holes to fill. Or not. You know, not in the cornerback spot like there was when I said that. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, plus... Y'all are looking pretty nice on cornerbacks like we are. No, we just signed Mr. 21. 21-21-21. I think he played for y'all last. Hmm. I think he started seven games, and he only played seven games. A.J. Bouye. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, y'all did. Ooh, snap. I believe he so, played for y'all last. And before that, he was playing for what? Houston and Jacksonville. And well, then bro, he that's went true to me. Denver. Yeah. Whenever you said, I said, for how much? How much did I get that on? Because I was trying to see if it was a deal. I think you said like three years for $2.5 million. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, That was Dude, I was bored at, at home on the bed, <laughs> and I was like, "What's the lowest and highest that I can I can give this guy three years, two point five million? <laughs> see what this guy is gonna react with." And that shit made me laugh, man. You're yeah. like, for real? Y'all got a steal? <laughs> yeah, I, nah, I don't even know the the specs on his NFL contract. Mm. He doesn't even have a jersey number right now. A lot of jersey numbers came for all the new pickups we got. And on top of that, they're voting on having the new single-digit jerseys. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. So right now, they have the wide receivers, Mm -hmm. 10 and 19, and 80 through 89. The running backs and defensive backs, 20 through 49. The tight ends, 40 through 49 and 80 through 89. Linebackers, 40 through 59 and 90 through 99. 
And if this gets voted and approved, the New Jersey's running backs and tight ends have the will to get 1 through 49 and 80 through 89, which is kind of trippy. Defensive backs, 1 through 49. Linebackers, 1 through 59 and 90 through 99. And then the O-line, 50 through 79. And defensive line, 50 through 79 and 90 through 99. So that's I think cool. that would be cool if they kept the same, the same standard as what I believe it is in college. And that's like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if the number one or, you know, if you're single digits, you got to be a bad motherfucker. And if you're not, I don't think you should have the jersey. But we'll see if uh, NFL follows that. It should. If it does, it's going to be super cool for me just because I don't watch college. So this is going to be like a new breed of NFL, especially with the 17-game season. So I was like, that will be freaking dope. Do you have anybody in mind for the Broncos that would change their numbers to single digits? Hmm. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say Sutton, but no, I think he's gonna keep his fourteen. No, no, not even off the off the top of my head. The only one I heard of actually throughout the whole, or maybe I just missed a bunch, but the only one I've actually heard them say their opinion is George Kittle wants wants a number eleven. And he was, he was like tweeting at that rookie. I forgot his name. But he's pretty good. He, but number eleven on the 49ers, he's been trying to, he's been trying to talk, talking to him. Oh, that's interesting. That. I didn't know. That's that. the only thing I've ever, I've heard so far. So far, right now, the only ones that I can see changing their jerseys for uh, Panthers. Uh, Robbie put out a little post on Instagram, and he's like, "What do y'all think?" And he had himself number seven, number nine, and then his number eleven right now. And I was just like, dang, Robbie to number seven just sounds dope. Just because it just reminds me of some soccer vibes. Number <laughs> seven just sounds like the CR7 of the Panthers is Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. And then uh, DJ Moore from number 12 potentially might move to number two. Oh, I, I feel like that will give him that extra pip in the step that I want from him. He'll be like more comfortable with his college number. So he might start talking with his chest a little more. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing a big number two, but I have two TDs every game till 17th <laughs> game against the Houston Texans, who we picked up for the 17th game, which is crazy <laughs> to me, just because they wanted that or the potential CMC for Watson. And yeah, he's on lockdown now. I was like, damn, that'd be pretty wild right there. That's the only ones that I can think of on the Panthers that would change their jerseys. And then the number two and number seven are the backup quarterbacks. Uh, Will Greer, number seven. Tommy Stevens, number two. And our new kicker, Matt Amendola, is number nine. So I was like, Hmm. looks like Robbie's staying with number 11 and DJ might stay with number uh, 12. Unless they just squat. Yeah. Be like, yo, bro, I'm the one getting playing time around here. What are you going to do with number seven and number yeah. two? What are you going to do? Nothing? Stand over there? Look at an iPad all game? Nah. Nah, bro. 
Give me that shit. Give me the loot. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I'm ready for it. Like you said, it's a new breed. Crazy. It's gonna be nice and clean. Crazy breed. A lot of people getting bands. We'll see how some people react. Speaking of some bands, I seen a little video. That man Dak Prescott is back to work. Looks like he's doing some light mobility stuff with his ankle. Oh, really? Yeah, he's back in. He's back working out, throwing the ball. Ooh, how far is he throwing right now? Ten yards. <laughs> the one I saw was like a screen pass. He just like hiked it and turned real quick. Oh, I did see that. You know he actually had. hit him right on the money. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, Two. You know who would have overthrown that? <clears throat> who got? Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I had a feeling. I had he, a feeling. He would have overthrown that. And then, uh, speaking of Cam Newton, Oof. shout out to Scott Federer, our GM. That guy's been making some crazy moves this this off season, man. We got so much players right now, so much to list that I'm just tripping on it. But shout out, cause he called up Teddy Bear. Mm-hmm. Said, "Hey, man, if you want to get a trade, which it looks like you do, uh, you got the you, you get the chance to actually talk to him." Then I see that teams are interested. And Teddy Bridgewater, and click on it, watch it, doesn't tell me nothing about the teams that are interested. I'm like, who are the teams interested in this guy, bro? And then I started thinking, it was the first year that the Patriots did not make the playoffs in, like, what, 22, 21 years? Mm-hmm. So I, I started thinking, huh, I was like, Teddy Bear's better than Cam. What if the Patriots might be interested in Teddy Bear? But then I started looking more around, and supposedly the ones interested are the Denver Broncos. Yes, sir. Is that true? Yeah, from from what I know, it's it's true. Plus, like they're just saying, just in general, our uh, our new GM, he's he's a smart guy. He does his homework. So, and you know, like how I address. We, we do need, you know, it's no secret, we do need a new, we need to beef up the quarterback room. You did so, say like, that. it would just make, you know, it just makes sense. Because, like I said, like, if it's a top prospect QB that we draft, I wouldn't mind it. You know, it's like kind of like, you just never know what kind of talent's hidden in there. How and, old is then, Drew Locke? I believe he's like 23. 23 years old. Teddy Bear's 28. Yeah, but he's like. Is Drew Locke the. Top prospect QB that y'all might keep, and Teddy Bear comes into the picture and starts off the back, or would Teddy Bear go into Denver just create a, uh, like a quarterback? Um, how would you say it? Showdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I th- yeah. Then to finish my point, I think it would make sense because he's he's like a fail safe because you know he's a veteran and he doesn't. He doesn't show he's very calm on the line. And that's what George Payton was saying about him. Like he's been praising Teddy Bear. So yeah, like that's that. why it makes sense because it's a it's a you know if, if Drew Lock so happens to fail and you have to put up one of these rookies in the fire and they're good at least for their first season, like your fans are gonna be looking at you like okay, so now what do we do with Vic Fangio? You know you know and then if they fire head coach, we'll just restart that vicious cycle. So mm-hmm. I would. And so I think it'd be QB battle, but I yeah, think Drew Lock would start. 
That's yeah, but I think Drew Locke would start, though. Just think because, so? Uh, just they've been speaking the... some pretty high praises about him. He's been even Tim Patrick, our number one wide receiver this last season, he even said he's like, like you can tell that mentality, that kind of dog mentality you need to be great at his position he's doing. It's like night and day compared to last last uh, preseason. Like, I, and I guess he was like not going. He lived in uh, Kansas. And so he, you know, he he just wasn't there as much, and he just didn't he just didn't work as much. And now he moved to Denver, to Colorado, and now he's in there early. He leaves late. He's been practicing on his his film study and his footwork and like reading, and uh, he's been working with Payne Manning. Really? So I don't know. Like, people like him. They're pulling for him. They're like he has he has talent. Plus, um, yeah, and I think he could win that QB battle. Cause like I, I seen this little thing and it said, last time Locke played with the back-to-back season head coach, he threw for he threw for more than more TDs than any other QB in psych history. That being Southern Eastern Conference. Hmm. So I don't like, know what that standard for, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I can look it up. But his junior year, he threw for 44 TDs and 13 interceptions, almost 4,000 yards. But his his completion percentage was rounded up was 58 percent that's not sounds like see, what teddy bear did this year with besides the tds and interception i think he had 15 touchdowns and 11 interceptions but he had 3700 yards mm. so i don't know sounds so, like it'll be a nice quarterback battle so i think it's pretty clear now that y'all got a a new <gasps> shirt Sam Darnold. Oh, the truth. What do you think about him as a Panthers fan? You think he's, you think he's got, has what it takes to keep him? I wish, I wish that bottle of water was actually a cup of tea. Be fitting <laughs> this segment perfect right here. Well, I've never really watched the Jets play. Never even heard of a Robbie Anderson. So that was like once he came into the picture, I was like, oh shit, we got Robbie. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we got a linebacker from the Jets just this offseason, Frankie right. Lugu. He was number 50. Now he's going to be number 49. Oh, nice. But the dark horse, the unicorn, actually, should I say, the number 14, Sam Darnold, came into the Panthers organization. Got me off. Freaking balance, bro. I was just chilling, playing Warzone. What the fuck? Like, what is this? We just gave away a sixth round pick for Sam Darnold. So I had to do a little bit of research. The duo in New York, Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. 88 receptions. 1,353 yards, 11 touchdowns, averaging about 15.6 yards per throw. Wow. And this is just Sam to Robbie. So they got that chemistry already. They got that. It was like supposedly like 88 percentage or something like that, completion to Robbie. And yeah. uh, so the former number three pick. It's going to enter his fourth year NFL season 
three years being with New York, now with Carolina. I believe Jay Ban said something about fourth year, third year quarterbacks have a breakout little season. So coming in, seeing the videos of him hyped up and happy to join the Panthers. I'm not sure if you've seen that, but they had like a nice little celebration party for him where he just comes in through the door. Everybody starts going crazy. You just see blue and black everywhere. He's over there raising the roof. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, this guy looks like he's already happy. And I've been reading that New York was probably one of the worst organizations for a quarterback to, like, grow with. So, uh, and then I've been looking for a quarterback ever since Jake DeLone. So we had Jake DeLone, then we went to uh, Cam, and now Teddy Bear. And now we have Sam Darnold, who I think for his fourth year J-Band's breakout season contender, I feel like he can do some shit, man. He's going to have his reunited with Robbie. He's going to have DJ and David Moore. Mm-hmm. He's going to have CMC. He's going to have hungry-ass linemen who I think are going to be protecting the ball just because we got too much of them. Man. We got a lot of undrafted rookies, and we got Cam Irving and Pat Elfian. Uh, I think Pat played for Kansas City and then Minnesota. Cam, last thing I remember was him playing for Dallas. I think he's going to do good for us, man. It all depends on what this whole teddy bear situation is going to be with because I feel like this would be a nice QB battle as well. But with all the posts that I've been seeing from the Panthers, it looks like they already have a... Hey, Darnold! Little Hey Arnold meme of him as Hey Arnold, but it's Sam Darnold with the little patches <laughs> of hair. Uh, they already got a little highlight videos of who we got. We got him in the Panther uniform already, number 14. Feels like they already just, they just basically gave this young boy a starting spot. He's 23 years old, I believe. Yeah. So it's crazy to think too. Twenty three, Joe Burrow, he's twenty four. You just think about that. It's just crazy to me, just because. Was it episode four? You talked about Sam Darnold breakout season with the Jets. That everything slows down. You Mm -hmm. know, get that chemistry. Episode five, you gave him a little bit of credit on there, Sam Darnold. After you did the podcast, I believe that's when the news broke out. <laughs> so I was just like, dang, yeah, we got yeah. a little something to talk about for next podcast session because it's just crazy to me that we started this podcast and there's just been a lot of news surrounding Carolina and Denver. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm like, who would be interested in Teddy Bear? There's teams interested. Denver Broncos are interested. I'm like, what are the odds of this shit? And now you give Sam Darnold, who my cousin called him the truth. So I was like, who calls him that? How'd he get that nickname? And he just tells me, I don't know. I just made it up today. 
I was like, damn, so I'm going to start calling him the truth. And I like that. I guess here in, what is it, two, two weeks, three weeks, we find out who we're going to start drafting. That's quick. Because we're I'm supposedly getting Justin Fields projected, and then we're projected to trade up for Trey Lance. And now we get Sam Darnold, Carolina Panther. So, so I don't know, man. I feel like the quarterback race for the Panthers is done. Done deal. We got the guy. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to a reunion with a – we just drafted a free agent rookie, Martez Ivy, lineman for Florida. So I guess it's going to be a reunion. Martez Ivy and that boy Kyle Pitts. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. It's something to look forward to. That'd be cool, man. If y'all got... Yeah, I don't know how many times I've I've said it, but yeah, dude, if y'all got Kyle Pitts, y'all would... Y'all would be a dangerous offense. I mean, I feel like y'all are already. I think the only caveat to seeing if Sam Darnold was the truth is... You know, being his his uh the season that it is for him, I just feel like it's hard to. I feel like you know the QB position is like the hardest position to play on the field. Mm-hmm. And when you're coming into a new system, you almost gotta like relearn a lot of things. You know, in, in a sense. So like what people, though? Huh? Like what though? Like if, the play like the calls, op- like how they're how they're uh, names, schemes in general. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn your chemistry with your guys again. Luckily, he's got. Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> CMC, who looks like he can get along with any any team he goes to. So just bring in the new quarterback. I'm going to still do my thing. You do yeah. your thing. Be like water, my friend. Be like water. Uh, DJ, okay. who looks like, a, looks like a chill dude, especially seeing him on the Instagram takeovers. He looks like a just cool cat. Somebody you can uh, go sit on the bench with and just chat. Just chat and drink a little Gatorade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Moore, who I see is like a good pickup for us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Mr. I'm going to fill in the cleats of Mr. Wesley Walls, who was a Hall of Honor tight end for Carolina. He has the most touchdowns for a tight end. In Panthers history, his name was Wesley Walls. He played from 96 to 2002, number 85. Dan Arnold came from number 82 and is now going to be number 85. So he's going to fill in Wesley Walls' cleats and I guess be on the path for second most touchdowns in Panthers history. If not, let's break it. Because I don't even know how much it was. I just saw that he has the most TDs in Panther history. So, Dan Arnold with Sam Darnold. <laughs> Dan Arnold, Sam Darnold. Crazy, crazy fucking <laughs> tongue Darnold. twister. Darnold to Arnold. Every time they make a TD, you got to rename it something besides TD or touchdown. It's, gonna be, uh, it's, a, it's a tongue twister, bro. It's already got me. Arnold. Sam Darnold, Dan Arnold, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, 
David Moore, Robbie Anderson. After hearing that, or saying that little lineup right there, sounds like Mr. Robbie Anderson, how I've been saying is wide receiver one, is going to be wide receiver one. Uh-huh, I think so for sure. I'm sure now. That's your boy. I don't know, man. I'm still hyped up. Every time we talk on this podcast, I just get more and more hyped up for the season. I'm telling you, man. They say, you know, drafts are going to be in our face, so we're just going to be there. <laughs> speaking, speaking of a draft uh, scenario, I had a little scenario come through across my desk, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. So <laughs> check this out. Falcons. Pretend you're a Falcons fan. Would you take this? Shit, I don't know if I can pretend to be a Falcons fan, bro. <laughs> 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 I, might have to, I might have to drink about a nice 12-pack right now just to get in the mode of being a Falcon fan. But go on. All right, all right. So uh, Bron- Denver Broncos will receive the 2021 fourth overall pick. Oh, shit. And a fourth-round draft pick this season. Uh-oh. This 2021. And the Falcons would receive a 2021 ninth overall pick a second rounder, and a fifth rounder from the season, and a 2022 first rounder. So basically, two swapping our first rounders, giving them a first rounder, and a second and a fifth, and then us getting a fourth and an earlier first round. And what are you trying to ask me right here, buddy? How do I feel about that? Who do you, who do you think would win that trade? The Broncos would win that trade. think so? Yeah, especially how I've been hearing that the Falcons only want a quarterback out of this draft. They got number four pick, and they got they got what Trevor going first. What's the other one? Uh, Zach Wilson, Wilson going second. It it just depends which mock draft you see because they got, all of them have a different third. Uh, yeah, that's third. what I'm saying. But uh, who got the third? Forty ers Yeah, which I don't really know what they're trying to do because they Trey said Lance, they said uh, Jimmy G is going to be our quarterback. Really? That's what I've been reading, at least. That Well, after they traded that pick, they said, we already know who our quarterback's going to be. It's going to be Jimmy G. And then really? I think that guy has a lot of swagger for a quarterback. Yeah. To fucking go out and date a porn star just in public, that guy that guy got some big old cojones, bro. Like, <laughs> you know everybody's going to be talking about it. He said, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. So, that's just some swagger that you fucking see in, like, the 80s, bro. Like, damn. Yeah. We're in the fucking 2020s now, bro. This shit. you some generations behind, but I like your style. But I've been seeing uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> it's supposedly one of the best quarterbacks in this draft, him and Justin Fields. So, mm-hmm. they might just keep the train rolling with a quarterback. Might get Mac Jones. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mac Jones, Michael McCorkle Jones, and then uh, what's it called? Who's who's fourth? Oh yeah, Atlanta. So then they have the possibilities of getting who they want, Trey Lance or Justin Fields at all, or they might just fuck it all up and get a wide receiver or some shit. Might get a defensive back. Yeah. Again, they get that lineman from Oregon. Who I hear is generational. One of the craziest lineman prospects that's been around for, or that came across this year and 
haven't I've, seen anybody like him. I want him now, dude. I watched his uh, workout video today, actually. Really? Getting ready for his pro day. He's doing some crazy-ass workouts I've never seen before. But, you know, I've seen him like, with oh. uh, some knee braces. Does that mean he just has it for full support, or does he have knee problems? No, I think he dude. I mean, he's like what six foot six, two hundred or three hundred fifteen pounds. That's a Sounds big like man. Like a fucking wrestler right there. Dude, he's twenty years old. It's insane. 20? Two zero? Twenty? Two-zero? Yes. God, he's coming into the draft to hang out with these big boys, defensive linemen. Bro, good gosh he's almighty! Good. These guys are about thirty-five years old. Thirty. If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, dude. He's going to be dominant. He even says, I come off the line with violent intent. I'm going to hurt someone. <laughs> uh, I always I wanted to draft the lineman first round, but it looks like he's going to, or projected to go to, I'm going to pass like a Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've seen some people uh, on some mock drafts drafting, uh, I forgot his first name, I think it's Darius Slater. No, I don't know his first name, but slash name Slater. He's, the, I guess, the second prospect offensive lineman. But oh, yeah? I've seen him go. Uh, I think I've seen that name, but I don't know who, who he was. Yeah, but so I don't know. We'll see. I see if, uh, what uh, his name's going to have his second pro day. And hmm. uh, according to Falcon fans, it's uh, Trey Lance or we riot. Really? <laughs> 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 well, that's Trey what Lance. one Falcon fan told me, but. They're the fucking highest and drunkest when it comes to game day, so who knows what the fuck is going on in their head. <laughs> Some crazy guys out there, man. Crazy guys. Trey Lance. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be cool if they got it. Cause I, I can really... see it. I can see it happening. But I just don't see a point of drafting somebody who's just going to sit on the bench for about, how they said, two, three years. Like, Some people see it as a huge advantage. It depends on how he looks at it. Isn't that what Aaron Rodgers did? Yeah. Wasn't he well, behind yeah. Brett Favre? Yeah, for a minute, right? Yeah. Then he started. came out and just started slinging it. Slinging it so much that he ended up becoming State Farm proof. Dude, he's a late breed. You see, he got on, I think it was Jeopardy, and he, he took yeah. hours of notes and stuff he was talking about. I was like, dude, this man is... He says he would like to do Jeopardy for a... Uh, how you want a little side job? He said Every he was. Time. He said I'd do Jeopardy and still be in the NFL, slinging it. So I was like, dang, that shit. That's a. I'd watch it. That's a crazy ass dude. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to watch it. I don't got cable or nothing, so I might have to find it on the Fire Stick. Man, it sucks to think about some of these players retiring and stuff. Like who? Oh, just like, you know, but at, the, at some point, Aaron Rodgers and the yeah, like, Tom looks old as fuck. They're going to start retiring. That boy looks older than Tom. Who's older? I don't even know who's older. I think Tom is. God, Tom looks like a kid still. Might have a little Louis V Gucci bags. That's about it under his eyes, but. Some good. Some good. <laughs> Got that Louis bags. <laughs> He's got the cheat codes, man. Dude, he's telling you. Remember seeing how he lives, lives, bro? How he eats, how he trains? Yeah, he has a whole supplements. The TB12 supplements. I'd like to take a sample for free. That's about it. I know. 
if that's I like I it, I'd be like, man, I don't even eat this shit. I swear to that. I just wanted to try it. You ever watch that show? Uh, I forgot. I forgot the exact name, but it's like where they go inside celebrities or, or athletes' houses and with Kim, like zoom in all close on on their uh, fridge and in their pantry. Oh, stuff. yeah. On, uh, on YouTube? I think so. I forgot what it is, like wreck your fridge or something. Yeah, um, yeah. And then they uh, work out at the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen that shit. That's actually pretty cool. I don't know mm -hmm. why I want to say GQ is the one that does it, but that might be wrong. Maybe. And speaking of old, older players, uh, as far as like some got some season on them, you think uh, that man's gonna retire? That uh, Gio Bernard, he's mm. got cut after eight seasons with the Bengals. Is he gonna retire? Or is he gonna go to the the Houston or uh? Ain't he Houston like or what? how old is he? For some reason, ain't he like twenty six years old? Yeah, he's not. He's not crazy old. Let me see. I, I, how would you feel? If I was if just I was being him? just not nah, not just being him, but uh, eight you said eight seasons with the Cincinnati. Yeah, Lisa is twenty. Pretty sure he's gonna want some winning team shit. Shit, come over to Carolina, bro. <laughs> be the be the backup for CMC. Oh, I could see that easy. That'd be a nice little pickup, actually. But uh, I don't know, cause running backs are like. For me, besides the linemen, that feels like they're the ones that get clobbered the most. For sure, yeah. Yeah, up the gut, runs and stuff. Yeah, Just running it, getting hit, sometimes getting hit for loss of yards, sometimes getting hit right at the line, sometimes getting hit maybe two-yard gain. But when, when Joe Nixon was out, Gino played, he played pretty good. He had a few little games where he had some pretty nice stats. And he can catch the ball too. That might, that might be like an ideal fit for Carolina. <laughs> he's gonna go to. That would be nice, to be honest. I've been wanting like a big name like that for a backup since we lost Mike Davis. Mm -hmm. But he might go to how you said, running back university, H Town. Hold it down. <laughs> that be Mark Ingram. Oh, Philip Lindsay. Who else is a – they got another running back, I believe. Yeah, Two Mark more. Ingram. I already said him. Mark oh. Ingram, Phillip. Oh, they got David Johnson. Yeah, um, sure. David I feel like Johnson, they got four. Phillip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and then uh, they got rid of Duke. Yeah, but I believe they got some other guy, no? Isn't, isn't there some last name, last name with blue or something like that? No, I'm tripping, dude. I don't know. I'm not gonna act like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gio Bernard. And could be running back university. Go get some tuggies with that Mr. Watson. Release some stress when you get hit too much. Get his lawyer. As in his lawyer put out there and like a statement. Just it, this is what I got out of it. I'm not. I didn't read it thoroughly, but he basically said some of those encounters. Were consensual. I did it. see that. I read that. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you I was got like, that shit written in paper. Sign here, <laughs> Madame. Madame Masseuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that boy on some other shit. Mm. Had Mia Khalifa at his house playing some, some wall basketball. Did you see that little video? No. She was over there in like a maid outfit. She gets a little ball and she starts running at Deshaun about a dunk on him and then he just 
fucking takes a charge right there and she just hits him and basically almost falls type shit. Fucking crazy. Man, he's on some He's living H down. He got a styrofoam cup in one hand. Mm-hmm. He got the wood grain in another. And then he's like, man, trying to get this third leg on their thighs, bro. <laughs> crazy yeah. guy, bro. Crazy guy. Man, you need to make up some uh, some Texan questions because I actually know two Texans fans, Cuzzo's oh, yeah. parents. <laughs> That's so interesting. How you feel? Yeah, well, uh, first off, I've seen that Broncos are the main team that that could be open to picking up Watson still if he still wants to do. <laughs> you got to get Teddy Bear and Watson. No, I'd rather I'd rather have Teddy Bear, to be honest. <laughs> no, you yeah, I've seen Watson's stats. That guy is good. Well, no, but I'm saying for like the amount you'd have to trade, I'm not down to oh. give away that much draft picks. I'm just not. We're just no. Nah, we need them. But anyway, yeah, but that was just something I seen. But I doubt that's gonna happen. But yeah, so some questions for some Texans fans. There's not too many questions I thought of, but just off the top of my head, I would say uh. Like what? What would y'all want to happen next? If say if Watson can't play this season, I would say like who would y'all want the next man up to be? QB wise. Speaking of that, that is a good question. Who is the backup? Probably some rookie <laughs> two years ago or some shit. Is he? Probably. This is my best guess. You know how they freaking everybody picks up a quarterback and they just be chilling. Like we got Will Greer just chilling back there. Comes in and throws about an interception or some shit. <laughs> it's okay, bro. It's dead, bro. Dude, I don't know if this is true. This thing I just clicked on says... Don't tell me Matt Shop is still there. He's <laughs> <laughs> the water boy. <laughs> nah, look, this says... I don't know if this is true. He says... The Texans have signed a new veteran quarterback. When was this? So I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find the date on the. Oh, this is from March 16th, 2021. I'll go. It says Tyrod Taylor reaches the agreement with the one deal. Oh, one-year. that is right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I guess right I before, it. uh, right before they got like Mark Ingram and then I believe oh. they got that dude. Yeah, oh, I no, forgot no, about, about Tyrod. Tyrod. Wasn't he at the Bills? No, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, he's with the Chargers. Oh really? I thought. Oh, I guess he went from the Bills to the Chargers. Who was that? Man, he, he got me all curious. Tyrod, he was like a, like a he was, I guess better known for a scrambling quarterback, but he had like a pretty nice little arm. Not really nice. I'll say an average arm, but he was more mostly like a scrambling, like what Kyler Murray is doing right now. Tyrod, uh, yeah. TT, yeah. Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland, Chargers. Yeah, Golly, he yeah played for all the teams. So I thought he only played for three. He played most. with the Ravens from 2011 to 2014. Bills 2015 to 2017. He was on the Browns for one season, and then the last two seasons, the Chargers. Mm. Now with the Texans. Dang. Yeah, I guess they can keep that calm, poisonous to keep him afloat at least. 
Uh, I bet that maybe. boy is training hard right now. You said, man, there's no way that Watson's going to be playing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. said he can't Sorry. miss them court dates. <laughs> that you have to die in, bro. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one right there. You can't. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I guess that answers my question, man. Mm. Can he do it, though? Would you trust that? With your, I don't know. Shit, I mean, you got fucking 17 running backs. Was he that quarterback who took that took that some some type of shot or something Ooh. and it like punctured the lung? Who was that? Oh golly, that sounds disgusting. I don't even know then, who that is. Is that I'm pretty sure if I'm Might not mistaken, be. that's how Justin Herbert came to rise. No, really? Maybe it might not be him though, but I just remember golly. that. Golly. Yeah. No shit. Dang. I, I might be wrong though, but it was some kid. Oh shit! Yeah. I never really heard of that. That sounds that sounds like some. I don't really have any other questions for him besides like, what the fuck do y'all want to? What what do y'all want to happen? Like, hmm. what can turn this? Do y'all want like new? Do they have a new gym or like what's their what's their situation? I just remember them getting a new coach. Uh, That's all I really remember. They might have a new GM, but uh, I just remember them getting a new coach. Snap. Dang, speaking of quarterbacks, got to fact check myself and uh, apologize for Washington football team's quarterback, Ryan Fitzmagic. Couldn't even think of who the starter was. Shit, are you going to be the starter or are you about to go take a little U-turn and go back to (laughs) where where were you at? Tampa Bay before that? (laughs) Said, shit, might have to play for them a few games. (laughs) Oh, wait, Tom's here. What the hell? Time to make another U-turn and go back to Washington. Did this man find his home? Oh, wait. He was in Miami before or this past yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger me hanging out with the gold chains. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah just... At least they got some legal weed here. Fits me perfectly. I think you like can do good over there, though. Yeah. Got McLaurin. Yeah. Curtis Samuel. Uh-huh. Your boy, Gibson. That's right, Gibson. Uh gonna be second year. Speaking of Washington still. I believe you picked NFC East Cowboys winning that division. But mm-hmm. I say otherwise. I believe Washington will win that division. Just because I had faith in them. This past season, I thought Ron Rivera going there would shake it up a little bit, which it did because it was one of the worst divisions ever. I don't know if he plays a part in that, but uh, I believe Fitzmagic plus all his weapons plus Ron, I believe they can get the job done this year, get that division number one spot for the end of season. They ended seven and nine, and then four and two within their division. Do mm-hmm. you see them getting how many extra wins? Do you see them getting? Them? Or are they gonna? Because I'm telling you I this, can see them not winning win. at least nine games, and then everybody oh, else was weird this season. So nine games, number one. Uh, let's see, Dallas with seven wins, if not eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all the. I'm gonna give y'all a little pep. You know, y- y'all get eight wins this year. So, number Dallas one, nine. Number 
two, eight. Number three and four both end with six wins. I'm just saying, the Cowboys are going to get double-digit wins this year. Double-digit? If, if Dak stays healthy. If. But that boy started off, I think, he played, what, five games, and his record was two and three. He had some good yards. He had some few interceptions. Yeah, I just have, I just have a feeling, bro. It's like a spiritual comeback for the team. I just have a feeling. He said we believe in C.D. Lamb. I do, yeah. Yeah, me too. I was gonna pick him for my fantasy, but I, I think like, Zeke is gonna have to have a comeback here. I think I think just a lot of I can't people. Bo- I can't trust a guy that has a septum piercing. I just can't do it, bro. <laughs> Why? I just can't do it, bro. You know, I can't. I can't really trust anybody who has a septum piercing. I'd be like, you on some weird shit, looking like a bull and shit. You think you're a bull or something? More like a cow, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <that's okay. laughs> I think that thing's pretty pissed. <laughs> For real? <laughs> the septum right here. Yeah, I guess like I don't that. mind it. Just like, oh, shit. It's a nose piercing might be all right. I, I wouldn't do it. but no, nose piercing like right. Tupac. But a septum? I don't know. I feel like you're going through some weird, wild shit to get a septum piercing. See what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> that voice says, I, I was living large. Uh, I had the best two seasons to start off with. I'm going to get the septum piercing, grow out my hair more and more, and now I just, just can't trust that man, bro. I'm telling you. You get, you get a picture of Zeke, and you get a picture of CMC. Both of them are extremely healthy. Who are you going to side with? Who you going to side with? What do you mean? Who are you going to side with? You see a picture of Zeke, healthy. CMC, healthy. Who are you going to side with? Just by looking at a picture of their face. CMC just looks like a businessman, so I'd be like, damn, I wonder what he's into. <laughs> he has a headband. <laughs> he got the headband. <laughs> they both have headbands, actually. But one has a septum piercing, and the other one doesn't. I don't know, I guess it depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up one day, I'm just like, damn, this is a crazy day. You just Not woke up to a cup of coffee. You're at work. Looking at you, looking at a computer screen. Yeah, I want to see some crazy, the most crazy shit at that point. Cause I'm like, dude, I need something. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going with Elliot. I'm going with Elliot. It looks like y'all might actually have a double digit, according to Jay Bands. It looks like his yeah. pick is, is that, right. He's gonna. Is that the only one you uh, you disagreed with? I disagreed. I believe. Do you do you still have your picks? No, but I mean I could I could I remember. AFC West and NFC West. AFC West, I said the Chiefs would probably end up winning that one again. I went with the Chargers. I feel like second year. I could I mean Justin. Yeah, he's good. I feel like the the fall of Kansas City might come. I hope so, man. They only had nine points in the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're all with one kicker. Not, not, even a, not even a touchdown with the extra point missed. You think that is that the Madden curse in full effect right now? Well, I just remember when we went. I remember when we were fire hot, went to the Super Bowl, and then got demolished by the Broncos. Next year, 
Week one, Denver Broncos, Carolina, NFL rematch for the season. Goes through the wire. I was like, man, here comes Mr. Choke Artist himself, Grand Vino to the line. You can win this game and set the season straight. We're here to win. Wide right, chokes, we lose. I was like, wow. I think we lost by a point. Yeah, I wouldn't say if we had made that field goal, we would have won by two. And then after that, we just went on a downward spiral, bro. And just, we haven't been the same since. Man, after hearing that story, all I could think about now is how wrong I was to pick them. And then on top of that, um, didn't homeboy get his ankle surgery or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard to be back to your normal self after a ankle a little injury. Bit. Yeah, I think the Broncos are probably going to end up winning that one. Because I remember when I was saying my optimistic one. I, I wanted to say my... the Broncos, but. Yeah, I think they can. I was just. I looked at the, I think I looked at the last five games of the season, and I believe Chargers. I, I don't know why I think they won their last five, or they won their last four out of five. I'll have to look it up again. I should have wrote that shit down. But they they won their last four, and two of those were, or all, the last three were in their division. So that's that's pretty big. But they're they're kind of and high. and on top of that, they fell short. Like a lot of games, a lot of games are just short. They could have won them games, but some shit happened. It was always on the hands of Justin, and something happened where he just didn't get the job done. So I think he, I think it's gonna be a Double-digit wins for L.A. L.A.'s going to be feeling it 2021. And I'm not sure who you chose on the NFC West, but I went with the Cardinals. A lot of of additions and then the new Mm. defensive additions. Yeah, I would like to say the Cardinals, but if if I remember right, I picked – Matthew Stafford to, to bring him to number one. Oh yeah, you they did ended, choose the Rams. They ended ten and six, went three and three within the division, and everyone says Matt uh, Matthew Stafford's an upgrade. Yeah, it is. So it's just like yeah. So if they can win double digits, yeah. I mean, Seahawks went twelve and four and four and two in their division. So I mean, I think if it, it just takes a little tweaking here and there, and I feel like gotta, this is going to be the the downward spiral of uh, Pete Carroll. I was kind of thinking that because they said they're talking about him and Russell Wilson's relationship is not going to end well. And I, was, I didn't click on it, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. Something just tells so, me that uh, something's going to go sour over there in Seattle. And it might be the the SAB little syndrome. They ain't getting that much sunlight. Got <laughs> to get the, that vitamin D pills. Just to see what the hell might happen. I believe I agreed with you on AFC and NFC North. Browns, AFC, and Packers, NFC. Uh, I think I agreed on the AFC East with the Bills. But the NFC, I went with Washington. And I disagreed with the AFC South. 
I believe Colts will get the job done. I feel like they will beat the Titans both times. Carson Wentz, you think he's the man with the plan? He can be. I've been. Mm. I mean, I saw good things from him in Philly. His early years, he was like projected to be a fucking great. But now, damn, thinking about it, who the fuck was he tied in for the Colts? I'm not sure on that one because what's his name? Didn't both of them leave? Didn't Carson Wentz leave? And supposedly uh, that one badass tight end for the Eagles, didn't he uh, also leave as well? Is that Kurtz? Yeah. From the Eagles? Yeah. Did he leave? I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Hmm. For, some I don't think I thought, so. Maybe. for some reason, I thought he was like a free agent or he was like just not with the Eagles anymore. And this was the hardest one just because I'm biased, but at the same time, I'm very optimistic. So it was just a hard, like, I was walking my dogs, and I was like, who would win the NFC South? A bit of me wants to say Falcons, but I see how they ended their season. I mean, with a new quarterback in our system and a new coach, we got a one win more than y'all. Eat that. So I was like, dang, Saints without Drew. Hmm. That man says, will they fall number two, number three, number four, depending on who you ask? Asking the Carolina fan, I don't like the Saints. But with all the talent they got, they're a top three team in the NFC South. I was like, top three, yeah. I was like, who's who's number one? Who's number two? I was like, oh man, they got all their players back. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh man, this hurts me. But we got the truth. We got like what new fucking players? Like (laughs) fifteen new players. So so answer this question: Who do you see as a Panthers fan? Who do you see landing in the very bottom spot in your division? Who is it? <laughs> Atlanta! <laughs> oh, snap. Even with their new drafts, their new QB pickup. Who are they going to get? I guess Trey Lance. Right? Trey Lance or Riot? Yeah, Justin um, Fields. I'll be cool. I don't know who this Riot player is, but it sounds good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, riot like they're gonna cause havoc. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's a it's gonna be man. Me being being optimistic and biased, mm-hmm. I went with Carolina winning. Second place Tampa Bay, third place Saints, and fourth place Atlanta. Mm. I just I, I say I hate the Saints. It's probably about the same hatred I had for the Falcons. They're just... When I look at the NFC South and I see us play, we're them country boys that like having that that fun, like, we're going to smash y'all. And they're the ratchet-ass South motherfuckers that are just like, fuck y'all motherfuckers, get the fuck (laughs) off our field. Like, just disrespectful, bro. Like, there's a certain point. I don't know, man. 
Yeah. It's a... I see... Usually, in the NFC South, the top two contenders usually have about the same record or they're like close, close. So I just see Carolina and Tampa Bay battling for number one with our new additions. And they got their all their old additions, and now the chemistry after winning the Super Bowl, they might have that Super Bowl high. Some of them might say we want it again. Some of them might say we already had the taste of it. Shit. Uh, they might lose two games in a row, and they'd probably be like, man, I should have went over here. I knew I should have went over here. I don't want to be here no more. It might cause a little controversy on that team. Super Bowl man. highs. I don't know. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see. Which brings me to my next segment. New little studies came out. Game day consumptions. Mm-hmm. Ben's drinking alcohol and smoking that weed. Who do you guess is the number one on game day getting drunk as fuck and getting high as shit? Who do you think? Out of all 32 teams, game day comes. Fuck. I, this team's playing again. God dang it. Start drinking at 10.30 a.m. Who do you think? Getting fucking drunk as shit right now. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, when I'm think drunk, I'm kind of, I kind of just naturally want to say the Jags. The Jaguars. <laughs> They were up there. They were actually up there. But number one in both categories, getting drunk and getting high. Denver for Stone? Denver? Atlanta. (laughs) Atlanta at 86%. Ben's drinking some alcohol. And at 77%, smoking some weed. Well, I'm telling you, bro, there's just a hostile environment when it comes to playing Atlanta. They're just disrespectful. And after seeing the fans, number one on both categories, some of them are chill. And some of them are just blackout drunk type of shit. Just get through the game. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I only put five teams on here just because just we're on the Carolina and Denver Broncos podcast. So on second place, at number nine, binge drinking, and number eight, smoking some weed, who do you think out of the 31 teams now, minus that man, is in the second place for me? Let's go Denver! Looks like Carolina! (laughs) Number nine for drinking at 76%. And number eight, and smoking some weed at 69%. Ha <laughs> ha, nice. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, here comes the, the midway point of this segment. Number three on the list. You heard the list. Who, who do you got? 30 teams left, minus Atlanta. <laughs> Damn, minus Atlanta, minus Carolina. Two NFC South. Teams Dallas South. Cowboys. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same. Dude, took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was thinking. But they're pretty low on me. For having a legal state and for having most of the 
like one of the state with the most breweries. Y'all are actually number 23 in bench drinking and trip me out. Number 26 in smoking the weed. Wow. Denver. Wow. At 58% binge drinking on game day and 43% for smoking the weed. That's interesting, dude. I thought it would be a lot higher. That's exactly what I thought. I was over here looking. I was like, what, what place are they in? I was like, they got a legal state and they got like the most breweries and shit. Just responsible ass, smart ass Uncle Fizz, man. I swear, <laughs> we can't get rid of you guys. Uh, which brought me to the next one because you already answered this one. Bro, at number 31 and at number 30, 46% on game day are drinking and 34% are smoking the weed. Dallas. That's, to me, that was extremely low because I feel like every time game day comes, I see... I guess because we live in Texas, but I always see them tailgating, drinking, looking, sharing liquor, looking, playing beer pong. Just have a lawn chair on the side of the road. Yeah, the like the that blew my mind away. I was like, how are they so low? It was like the whole state of Texas would be getting drunk as shit. And That's then the fifth one, I just had to put these guys in there because they were number 32 on both. 42% binge drinking and 31% smoking the weed. The New England Patriots. No, oh, I had a feeling too. It's just so chill. Yeah. But man, we've been winning every game. You got to worry about this game. Nothing surprises Nothing me. Nothing stresses me out about this game. We're going to win the division again and again and again. Ah. No, sir. <laughs> Not since y'all got Cameron Newton. <laughs> y'all don't be y'all might get the number one spot. Might be the ATL. <laughs> ATL. Switch over with the Patriots. <laughs> might bring a little nightmare to somebody hearing them two words to, in the same <laughs> <laughs> Wonder who though. But yeah, bro. That was a pretty interesting study. I would have put more teams on there, but since we just talked about Denver and Carolina, yeah. and then I was like, who's the number one and the last one, number 32? And we live in Texas, so I was like, I got to see where Dallas is at on this. Yeah, I got you. That's really about it for me as far as football news goes. Yeah, same here. only thing I have is just the, the New Jersey numbers for our players. Yeah, like, I would we got the new... We got the new John Beeson on the squad. I miss that guy. That was one of my favorite linebackers growing up. John Beeson, number 52, who is now a jersey to Denzel Perryman. I said it on one episode that he's like the successor for Luke Keekley. So just seeing him as number 52 kind of crunk, got me all crunk. And that also means that to hear Whitehead is out of the squad, so ain't no coming back, bro. I'm I'm proud of that because he didn't yeah. do he didn't do nothing for us this past season. No. Mm-mm. First time a linebacker will wear number forty three. At the Panthers is gonna be Mr. Hassan Reddick. 
So seeing number 43 and uh, da, 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 53, I believe, Brian Burns. It's going to be pretty nice. Uh, people that kept their jerseys, Cam Irving, David Moore. Pat Elfian is going to be the first number 60 lineman in Panthers history. Oh, shit. A lot of changes. Yeah, I'm telling you, we got a lot of players. We got five undrafted rookies, and one of them is a wide receiver from BYU who ran a 4.3440. Wow. Quick guy, ain't he? That's pretty good. That is quick. That, that blew me away, bro. I was like, wow. And that's about it for me on this side. The only thing I have is the UFC fight night, which is pretty quick. Just I'm just going to go down and uh, just say who won from number or from the start of the card to the end of it or the, the actual fight card. It was the second time on ABC, so everyone out there who didn't really have nothing to do, I hope y'all tuned in to your local channel, ABC, and watched the UFC on ABC. It started <laughs> with my boy, Mike Platinum Papa Perry, going against Daniel D-Rod Rodriguez, and D-Rod basically pieced up my boy, Platinum all three rounds won by unanimous decisions. Pieced them up pretty bad, too. Mackenzie Dern tapped TKO? out. What's up? Was that a TKO? Nah, I went all three rounds. So oh. they went to the judges and everybody called uh, D-Rod winning it. Mackenzie um, Dern tapped out Nina Nunes by armbar in round one. Nina Nunes is the wife of Amanda Nunes. She's the one that had the baby that they what? went. Yeah. I you, thought she. What? Well, I didn't know she was swinging that way. Yeah, that's what it breaks that's my heart. Crazy. It bre breaks my heart every now and then. I'll say, if I was in UFC, I'd be spitting that game to Amanda. You're like, come and beat me up. I want to see what you're all about. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, her wife got. Arm barred in round one. Damn. This guy, been I've been watching his past few fights. One of my favorite guys in the, I believe, middleweight division. Wait. Yeah, middleweight division. Crazy ass nickname, too. Julian, the Cuban mi Missile Crisis, Marquez, <laughs> chokes out Sam Alvey, who uh, went down from. 205 to 185. Julian says this guy came down because he couldn't compete with them 205ers, and now he thinks he can win at 185, but we, we're as fast and we're as strong, so he got another thing coming to him. Chokes him out in the second round, and then after that, calls out your boys. Calls out Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> And Tyreek Hill for the baddest man in Kansas City, because he's from Kansas City. 
what do you think he challenged them to? A UFC fighter challenging NFL superstars. What do you what do you think, Jay Vance? What do you think he called them out to? I want to say something fun and friendly like a hmm. extreme frisbee or some shit. Yeah. But I, I kind of I kind of think about uh doing those if he's really like that I don't know like those one on one drills that you did back in junior high or high school oh, lay shit. on your back. I love them things. Flip over real quick. I yeah, love things. we got to do that for track too. Crazy. I could see him doing something like that, but there's no way Mr. Moneyman Mahomes would agree to that. They all agreed to it. And mm-hmm. it was SpongeBob Bikini Bottom Beach Vibes challenged him to a badminton match. Do you know what that is? No. What is that? It's like that fucking, like that little tennis kind of game where uh, you have like them rackets. And then you have you like know, that little ass ball looking thing with the thingies on it. It looks like it's some type of shit from Harry Potter or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I just think of the fucking SpongeBob little bikini bottom beach vibe little music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that sounds fun. So he got them that into that or pickleball. And I didn't know what the fuck pickleball was. I had to do a little research. It's basically the same thing, but on this one, you just use a wooden like rackets mm-hmm. so i was like that was pretty funny that is cool uh the co-main event consisted of featherweights and it was arnold allen beating up Sodik yusuf when all three rounds arnold basically just beat this dude's ass <laughs> it was pretty nasty but it wasn't that nasty yeah. it was a good match but boy he fucking put the beating on him and the main event. Do you know who the main event was, Jay Vance? Dude, I don't. It was the Italian Dream, Marvin Vittori. It's, this is saddens me to say it, bro. It saddens me to say it. I don't think he was ready yet, man. I, I thought he would take some time off, go practice wrestling. Holland? Yeah, man. Uh. Two, I think two, three weeks after he... Oh, like two weeks ago, after getting just demolished by Derek Brunson, my boy, or I wouldn't say my boy, I, I think he's a bar fighter, but uh, Darren Till from England broke his collarbone and he had to take off. He, he couldn't fight. Who's going to step in? My boy from Fort Worth, Kevin Holland. Mm-hmm. Took the took the the fight, and it was about the same thing that you saw last time. Homeboy just taking him down and just taking time. Man, he just needs to fly to uh, what they call the Dagestan's for about nine months. <laughs> That's exactly what somebody said. Somebody tweeted what? at him and said, "Kevin, yeah. you need to go to Dagestan for about nine weeks." And then Kevin replied saying, Ooh. "That sounds, that sounds like fun. Yeah. How much are tickets?" <laughs> oh. So yeah, that was basically it. They went all five rounds. I'm telling you, for for Kevin being a black belt and jujitsu black belt and kung fu and one of the coldest dudes I ever seen strike. I thought he would take time off and work on his wrestling, but he took that fight because. He says he's a company man. 
and took that fight and same outcome went all five rounds and he lost by unanimous decision damn yeah it oh. broke my heart like i was like poor kevin man like honestly didn't think he would take a fight for a couple of months but he likes being active i feel like he needs to take that sacrifice and just take some time off hey kevin you're the only dude that will take this fight i need you nah boss i'm sorry i'm working on my wrestling game right now that's right that's what i, I just want him to do that so now that was a middleweight bout it was going to be marvin versus darren whoever won that would possibly get a run at the champ israel adesanya mm-hmm. and now next week you got number one and I want to say like number six. I'm not quite sure what number he is. But Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. Main event, middleweights. And I'm guessing whoever wins this one might actually get the rematch with the champ. If Robert wins, it'll mm-hmm. be the third time that they fight him in Israel. And if Kelvin Gastelum wins... This would be the second time that they would fight. And if you look at pictures of Israel Adesanya's face after, before and after a fight, mm-hmm. Kelvin Gastelum is the one that, like, put the beating on Israel. Only dude in his past fights put the beating on him. A Mexican, my size, bro, my height. He's like a wrestler and like a striker at the same time. Damn, that's cool. That's like some shit. I should not see you on. I don't know, man. I would like to be a black belt at everything. Hell yeah. Mostly Muay Thai. I like to kick people in the faces and use an elbow out of nowhere and have a dude knocked out. But yeah, that if he wins a possible another beatdown, maybe he gets his hand raised against Israel Adesanya. Or the winner might face Marvin Vittori since he fought Kevin and, you know, same outcome that happened with Derek. But we'll all see come next week. Yeah. And that about wraps it up for episode six. Yes, sir. The Man with Bands. Your weekly sports forecast. Filming every Sunday and airing on Monday. For that's you right, can that's right. Listen and start your week right. Any last comments, Jay Bands? Man, just as always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. And if y'all have any scenarios, comments, or anything y'all want us particularly to talk about, message us on any of the men with fans social media platforms we'll look at those and we'll definitely bring up some and uh doesn't matter what team what team you're for we don't discriminate when it comes to bands because bands don't discriminate yes sir oh my god and thank you for them last words because they like lit a little light bulb in my head forgot to say i was gonna say this off the bat right when we started you can now catch us on Amazon Music, on Audible Podcast, 
uh, if you go to the RSS website, you will see the links to Spotify, Apple, and got the news a few hours ago. We are now on Google Podcasts. So it looks like we're on basically every major platform that you can listen to podcasts. It blew my mind. We out ya. So we out ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Peace.